Joe arrived from a farm. He came from a, a holiday. You know, a holiday. And holidays are, are good for get some rest, run away of the routine. But also to create ironies. And well, one of the biggest ironies of uh, holidays is that you get really tired when you have to rebuild your habits, your routines. And that's exactly what happened to Joe when he opened the door of the house. And perhaps the error or something told him that he was back home. Home is love, but home requires tasks. It's an agenda that strives out of the necessity of feeling at home. It's something that you have to create. And one of the things that tells that you are home is that you have a fridge out of which you can get any food any food you like anything your best collection of food at your disposal but well after a trip joe saw that the fridge was empty naturally his girlfriend was away for another week Nobody was at home to fill it up, to fill the fridge up. So, well, after resting, time to go back to work. And no, not at the office, at home, to fill up the fridge. It was time to go to the supermarket to start a routine. Between his home and the supermarket, Joe could take a walk. Joe was lucky to live in a nice neighborhood. You know, one of those neighborhoods that when you are not between point A and point B with a tight time, time schedule, you know, you can just enjoy the street and to a certain extent become again a child. Start noticing, for instance, how the trees are, how do they feel, the noise they make when, uh, you know, the wind comes by and shakes them, and shakes those leaves, shakes those branches. And yeah, once in a while Joe couldn't resist. He would uh, do something childish, something innocent, something that was not unusual. Or better, sorry. Something that was usual for a child, not usual for a grown-up like Joe. And that's what uh, Joe did. All of a sudden, Joe saw a branch on the floor. You know, nice wooden branch. Some people would already call it 
a stick. It was ready for the battle. It was ready to be grabbed, pick up from the floor, grab it, and start doing stuff with it. And well, that's what uh, Joe started doing. He saw the nearest tree and decided to fight it with that branch in particular, that stick. Let's call it stick. It's easier for me to pronounce. He started hitting the, the tree with his stick. Perhaps he was imagining he was fighting a, a new sort of invader, or he was just having fun in a duel, in a friendly duel with his best friend. Who knows? But he was hitting the tree with a stick and uh, start making some noises with his uh, mouth, you know, like uh, like he was uh, one of the three musketeers facing off uh, the evil powers of France in the, in the 17th century. But you know what? From the perspective of the old guy that was staring at Joe, Joe was a crazy guy hitting the tree with a stick. And probably Joe would be more useful helping him uh, taking the cat out of the tree. Yes, Joe didn't notice that there was a cat. A cat that was so scared of climbing on the tree, he didn't make a noise, although Joe was hitting the tree with a stick. The old man went to Joe and didn't say a thing. Joe just noticed the presence of the old man. Like, you know, he used to notice the presence of his father when he was a kid, stopped, looked at the old man, and the old man pointed at the top of the tree. The moment Joe looked looked up, he got some cat piece on his face. Yeah, the cat was really scared and out of control. Well, Joe suggested to, you know, it was time to call the firefighters. But the old man said it was impossible. That's exactly what they did. 30 minutes before, the firefighters were busy somewhere else. You know, not the, everyone has time for your cat, and your cat is not your top priority. So Joe said, oh, okay, if I want to be a child, let's see my climbing skills. And he climbed. And he climbed quite well. He was a monkey. That's what the old man thought. In fact, this Joe is a, a chimpanzee. The problem is chimpanzees, they tend to be quite clumsy and aggressive. So Joe didn't really fought very well when he threw the cat down. You know, the cat survived, don't worry. It was not a, a huge distance. The cat didn't break any bone. Um, luckily, the cat somehow in, uh, in the shock on, uh, of having some stranger grabbing him, some stranger resisting his nails, some stranger throwing him to the ground, the cat smashed against the ground and ran away right away back home to the home of the old man. Of course, the old guy was not happy, but the old guy very grumpily asked Joe for, for you know, to join for a, for a beer as a compensation. Joe looked at the clock, you know, there was a clock on the street. Yeah, he could look into someone else's house and there was a clock there. Yeah, there was still more than enough time. So he went with the old guy. 
and then when he crossed the door, he saw that actually the old guy was a firefighter. The uniform was hanging, not of course the emergency uniform, but the actual uniform. So why the hell the, the old guy didn't uh, pick up the cat himself? not that old. He looked old, he behaved old, he talked like an old guy, but actually he was only 48. Why didn't he pick up the cat himself? Well, that question had to wait a little bit longer. The house was comfortable, the house of the old guy. Joe was a bit tired of the trip still. So, sitting on the couch of the old guy, although it was a little bit smelly, felt good. It was, uh, was nice to, to sit there. You know, it's always nice to sit in, on the couch, no? The old guy brought the beers. Was, you know, you can imagine it was quite, quite simple, standard beers, so... Hipsters have to wait, I'm not gonna describe a, a beer. There's nothing fancy about this beer. And yes, it came in cans. Not bottles, not... Uh, not uh, jam jars, nothing. Simple, plain cans. Beer cans. And uh, yeah, the beer. It's one of those beers that you... It's standard. The flavor comes from the story, from the social environment. In this case, it tasted to awkwardness. The two were drinking the beer. Joe noticed that uh, the old guy was looking at him uh, quite, uh, you know, in a very depressive manner. And then he says, Well, mister, I don't like to pick up cats from the trees. Joe replied, Well, me neither, but you gotta do what you gotta do. And the old guy smiled and said, No, you don't have to do what you have to do. Joe, well, Joe didn't feel like uh, beginning a philosophy debate. The mystery was in the air still. And then, uh, after a little while, Joe thought he had nothing to lose and asked, Man, so why didn't you pick up your own cat? You are a firefighter. And uh, the old man laughed and said, No, 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 no. My son is a firefighter. You saw the suit of my of my son. And Joe was like, "You are kidding me!" Like, why don't why didn't you call your son? 
old man. Come on, I told you. The firefighters are busy. The old man, the Joe was speechless. He said, my god, I'm doing nothing here. I don't know. That's what he thought. You know, like, he said to himself, my god, I'm doing nothing here. Let me drink this beer. And go away. But then, someone uh, knocked the door. The old man went. Some... Uh, could hear like an exchange going on, you know, like a plastic bag moving around, uh, a couple of courtesy words, but the door was not that far, but you know, still uh, there were a couple of walls in between uh, the couch where Joe was sitting and the door. The, and then the old guy came back with food. And then uh, Joe was like, my god, now I have to eat with this guy. But actually the old guy looked at him and said, Okay, now I have to eat. Just go away. And Joe felt a bit insulted. Come on, you order food, you don't tell me anything. I don't know. Okay. It was one of those awkward situations. There was no food, but apparently picking up a cat was only worth a beer and an awkward conversation. Well, after all, Joe would have to buy dinner at the supermarket, as he intended to do. Back to the streets. Back to childhood. It took a couple of moments for Joe to ignore the old guy. Ignore the beer. So he went to the supermarket. And when he arrived at the supermarket, you know, supermarkets are. supermarkets, they have stuff. There is not much going on. Except this time there was an old lady shouting at one of the employees quite aggressively something about robbery or. You know, something was expensive. That's what Joe could understand. What Joe could not understand is why the old lady all of a sudden threw a tuna can at the face of the of the employee. The chaos began a lot of shouting, a lot of commotion. The two start fighting each other. Actually the old lady put up a good fight. Maybe, after all, it was one more person that didn't look old, just looked spent, just looked consumed by life. But you know what? After picking up a cat and after drinking a bitter beer, there was no mood to stop anyone from fighting. So Joe just went to buy stuff. He had, uh, you know, that basic comfort food and shopping list in his mind plus the healthy food you know to drown the guilt of buying comfort food and you know also he just came back from holidays so of course a lot of promises a lot of 
decisions and resolutions about a new life took place in his mind during the last day or two away from his home. But when he was carrying back uh, the bags and the groceries back home, well, slowly but steadily those ideas start going away. Slowly but steadily, he understood that he already had a good life. So, there was still, yet, still the feeling that everything was okay, but there was something missing. Okay, his girlfriend was away for one more week, but he thought that before going to bed, before definitely, before to, he definitely wakes up again in the routine again in the morning that he has to go to work he decides to leave the stuff at home and go back to the street he feels that there is something there or at least he will make something there And boom, Joe was back to the streets. He was eating an apple, you know, still uh, he needed some food. And then he really, first he noticed that he just made a resolution. The resolution was, let's fight for an adventure one last time before he goes to sleep. Second, he felt different. He felt, for the first time in a long time, looking for an adventure. And notice, he had a small story, event, adventure by picking up the cat. But he didn't look for it. He wanted an adventure. So he started walking the streets. But you know, sometimes the streets really don't want anything with you. It can be in a huge city, it can be in a small city. There is nothing. Like everything, every element, every person is indifferent. Doesn't care about you. You could be run over by a car and uh, nobody would care. Well, when Joe thought about that, he thought, how does it feel to be run over by a car? But that sounds a bit too painful. And he thought, uh, maybe I can go to a bar and start a, a fight. But, well, that's too aggressive. And Joe is not much of a, a fighter. And he could think, uh, well, I will look for someone old and help. You know, carrying bags or cleaning, cleaning up their garden. But, you know, at this hour, it was already getting late. Uh, nobody, nobody's taking care of their garden at that time. Joe was running out a bit of ideas, what could he do? Well, there was one thing, but one thing only that he could do. Picking up uh, some buzz, 
and go all the way to the to the last stop. Yeah, the city where he lived had quite long bus lines. And his experience with the bus, you know, he used the, the bus nearly every day, is that, you know, eventually all sorts of people will go into the bus, including Joe, another person that never feels comfortable in this planet, and he's very special, but honestly nobody can, can uh, distinguish him from any other human being. Well, but Joe picked up a bus. It was a bus that departed from the same bus stop that uh, he used every day to go to work. It was a different bus. It was supposed to go to another part of town. It was not bad, don't expect that it will end up in a neighborhood full of drugs and adventure. It will end up in a forest. And that's exactly what happened. He ended up there in a forest. It was one of the forests of the city, town, whatever you want to call. I would call it a human agglomeration. Yes, at the border of the human agglomeration, it was like a, a forest, like not a huge forest, not a beautiful forest. No, it's nothing like the Jungle Book. But well, it was still a forest. And again, it was getting dark. So, of course, the first, the first sites were, you know, it was a kind of a civilized forest, in the sense that you first walk through a small parking uh, lot, uh, I wouldn't even call it a parking lot, I would say a few parking spots. There were like two cars with uh, you know, a couple of guys inside of each car, you know, probably doing... Uh, young adult stuff, or trading drugs, or just escaping from reality by listening to shitty music together inside of a car near a forest, who knows? But Joe didn't care, he entered the forest, the forest had some nice paths, but soon Joe found his adventure. When he noticed, there was a lady trying to control a Rottweiler. Yes, a Rottweiler. One of those mean dogs, you know, a big dog. I know a lot of people have Rottweilers that are nice. But you know, this Rottweiler was really in a bad mood. And he was too, way too strong for the for the owner. So the lady was a young lady, not... Yeah, no more old people. Young people. Not necessarily better than the old people. And in this case, probably the old lady in the supermarket had more strength than this young lady. At least, uh, you know, the tuna can went really hard and uh, she was punching the supermarket employee with some nice, uh, very nice traps. But, um, uh, you know, you can debate a lot, but... Uh, when the dog noticed uh, Joe, the lady couldn't stop the dog. And then, uh, when Joe thought, well, there's really no chance I'm about to be beaten or be beat by a... Uh, you know, I'm, 
I'm about to meet a bunch of teeth of a really angry dog. The dog stopped it. The precise moment he was about to bite Joe. And then Joe thought, well, uh, maybe what is going on? Because for a few seconds the dog was starting to look at uh, Joe. And then, uh, and then Joe thought, what is going on? But then Joe finally noticed that there was a noise. And this noise, in this case, was a cat. Now, before you think that it's uh, the same cat as before, now the other cat was completely cowardly. This one was a really mean cat that was behind Joe, making a really angry noise. Well, Joe decided to just stop. And then, when finally Joe could see the cat walking by him very quickly and jumping on the Rottweiler, he noticed it was a wild cat. And what I mean a wild cat is a, you know, a big brown cat with a, you know, a, a tail with, with brown and the black rings. And it was quite big. The cat decided, started attacking the Rottweiler really hard. And well, the lady, the, the young lady was in total panic. It was a very stressful situation. But uh, there was not that much that uh, Joe could do. The young lady neither. But then, one idea came when he noticed that again we are in a civilized forest. So he grabbed, nearby there was a tap, and the tap had a what? Uh, no, one of those buckets. One of those big metal buckets. So Joe used all his strength filled up the, the bucket with water and he threw it on the cat and the dog. The two animals stopped. Uh, Joe had to throw a couple of times uh, a couple of times uh, more water on the animals. The cat eventually left. It was a really big cat. My God, when he left it was a strong, big, mean cat. And then... You know what? The dog was shaking. He was a uh, was a bit wounded, but it, surprisingly enough, they didn't not that many wounds. He was not bleeding a lot or anything. The lady grabbed the dog, walked by um, Joe, looked at him with very beautiful eyes, with very warm lips, opened her mouth, and said. Screw you. And she left. And the dog left too. And Joe thought, well, this adventure was really bad. Time to go to sleep. <laughs>